Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences, or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome back. It's been a few weeks since you had the privilege of listening to my dulcet tones coming across your phone or on YouTube. I've missed chatting to you, that disconnection you feel when you're so used to talking to people each and every week. And I know I'm sitting in my office here and I'm talking into my microphone and it's not like I'm actually talking to anyone, but I do genuinely feel that I'm talking to those of you that reach out to me and those of you that give me feedback about the podcast, especially those of you that are in my free WhatsApp community. Because in there, we always talk about what's been going on on the podcast, things that I could talk about in future episodes. So yeah, I don't feel like I'm talking to myself, even though I clearly am. And those of you watching this on YouTube can see that I am clearly talking to myself. However, how are you? It has been a couple of weeks. So I'm going to just jump straight into this week's episode, series three. So that means we are on episode 21 because I do two episodes in each series and I have now been solo podcasting for the last two series. Anyway, 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 something that comes up a lot and something that I talk a lot about to my clients, people that are around me, is other people's perspectives and how we can assert ourselves when people around us don't see the world in the same way that we do or don't understand our perspective or almost have a refusal to understand our perspective or in some cases impose that perspective on us and expect us to see it the same way they do. And effective communication is a biggie for me. Now, I'm going to prefix this because I haven't got this down, you know, in my personal life. All the skills and tools and knowledge and experience I have have massively enhanced all of my relationships. However, I'm still human and sometimes I still get it wrong. And sometimes I wish I'd projected myself better or be you know, shown up differently in a situation. However, I'm a work in progress, just like all of you listening. But I often get asked, why does my parents say this to me? Why can't this person in my life understand where I'm coming from? Or they're in constant destructive conflict with someone and they cannot seem to find their way out of it. And it always comes back to the same thing for me. What is that other person's map of the world look like? Now, I can't remember if I've used that language on the podcast before about map of the world, but it's going to come up in a conversation that you have with me if you work with me in the different capacities that I offer my services. So let's go back to the start and let me explain to you what I mean by that. What do I mean by what does their map of the world look like? So if we was to put a map on the wall and you know, we, we've all seen them, map of the world. We've all seen them. And if we look at that map, 
we're all going to see the countries and where they're placed in the same way. So we will all look at it and go, well, there's England. Scotland's up the top. Wales is to the left. Ireland's over that way as well. So we can see where the UK sits. We can see where France sits, where Spain sits. We can see where the USA is. Australia, you hear what I'm saying. We're all going to look through our eyes at the same picture and come to the same realizations. And you know what? Just as I'm saying that, I am thinking to myself about flat earthers, but that's a whole different conversation. I don't know why that just popped into my head. They see the world slightly differently. However, the countries are all still in the same place. It's just whether they're in a circle or they're in a flat earth line. But anyway, (laughs) made myself chuckle there, how my brain works because I'm constantly being thrown things as well, slightly going off piste here. But for anyone that has worked with me, you'll also know that I have downloads constantly and I challenge myself as well. When I say things like, we'll all see things in the same way, my intuition will go, all though, really, Steph? But in this instance, when we're looking at a poster of a map that's on the wall in a vicinity, in the main, we're all going to look at it and see the countries in the same way. Okay. However, when we actually step into that map, and again, in my head, I've just seen Joey from Friends stepping into the map of London. Again, I'm just giving you a little insight as to how my brain works and how my headspace works. However, let's go back and I'm going to stop digressing. When we step into our map of the world, we all experience it completely different. So let me give you a personal example. 15 years ago, and I know I've used this example before, not 15 years ago, when I was 15, I read a book. And I read a book about two young girls that were backpacking across Thailand. And the story was that they got caught for drug trafficking and they went to a prison. And the story very much was of how hellish that experience was. I don't know the outcome, whether they got out or not. I'm going to assume they did because I read it when I was about 15 or 16. And that's coming on 30 years ago. But that had a deep, profound effect on me reading that book. But I didn't realize at the time that it had. I just had a realization. I obviously just sucked that in, processed that and popped it in its box and thought nothing more of it. Fast forward to when my son decided to go backpacking and Thailand was one of those destinations. It popped back out again and it went, oh my goodness, Steph, your son is in danger. Don't let him go to Thailand. He'll end up in prison. You won't be able to get him out he's going to be in living hell, blah, 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 blah. That is what my unconscious did. That noise was like, stop him, stop him, stop him now. And it really had a deep effect on me. And in fact, I went back to see my therapist and we worked through it because I put a visualization in my head of him as a tiny little boy at that point. It wasn't my big grown up son. It was my like five-year-old son trapped in a man's prison with, you know, in that fetal position going, mum, come and save me. What's going to happen to me? I can't get out. So that was my map of that world. Whereas his was, this is going to be incredible and I'm going to see the world. And to date, Thailand, and this was, I don't know, he's nearly, well, he's nearly 27. And this was around when he was 19. To date, Thailand is still one of his most favorite countries in the whole world. And he is looking to go again. I've worked through that. I don't have those fears anymore. But this is how we see things differently. And when we come to the point of why can't somebody else understand where I'm coming from? And that's because they're coming from it from a whole different perspective. Their map looks very, very different. And that map has been created 
through their lifetime experiences, through what they've seen growing up, what they've heard growing up, all of their senses, everything, every bit of information, these like these little sponges, these human sponges that we are, that we've absorbed, creates us. It creates our map of the world. And when we become understanding of that, we can then become respectful of that. Now, this is a two-way agreement. This is a two-way relationship. So when I'm talking to my clients and they're saying, but my parent says this, or my friend is saying that, this isn't about you going, oh, well, they see the world differently. Therefore, I have to compromise on how I see the world. It just gives you that level of understanding. So if you had a parent that was like me, very fearful in that situation, what I didn't do was say to him, you absolutely cannot do that. That's an extremely dangerous thing to do there's definitely a part of me that wanted to say that. And actually a part of me did say words to the effect of, just be really careful, keep an eye on your bags the whole time, don't let anybody else take your luggage anywhere, blah, blah, blah. So I did voice it in a way. However, I didn't impose my fears on him. I didn't say to him, oh my God, but what if this happens and how am I gonna cope and you can't do that? Who do you think you are? Why would you wanna go see the rest of the world? You know, all of those things I could have said because that wouldn't have been fairer of me to impose my fear. Because actually, a lot of the time, what that person is saying to you is actually the words of fear, the words of unsafety. Why would you put yourself in that position? Why would you do that? Why would you travel around the world? You don't need to travel around the world. Look, we can see all of these things on the internet now or other words to that effect. If we break down all of those words that they're using, what we can find and what we can hear is actually their fear. Their fear, because their map of the world is showing them a very different side to the experience that you're talking about. It's the same as if you said to somebody, oh my God, I'm going to change my job. I'm fed up with being there. It's not for me. And the other person could have had a difficult experience where they changed their job and it was the biggest mistake they believe that they ever made. In that situation, their map of the world is saying, oh my goodness, but you've got a really good job. Why would you change? Steady income, really good pension. You work with really good people. Why is that not enough? But for the other person, that isn't enough. Maybe they want more career progression. Maybe they just don't care about stable income and having a pension. Maybe they don't live life in that way. Maybe to them, what's important is you only live once and I'm not going to be unhappy in a role that I'm in. So I'm going to move on and that's okay. It could be the same with marriage. You could have somebody around you that, you know, has believes that you are in a marriage for life. You stay. That's what you do. You suck it up, buttercup. And you go to work and you, you know, all all of those things. They have very strong beliefs around that. Your vows are sacred. You say them once and you see that out for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, for in sickness and in health. Okay. Some people firmly believe in those vows and they have a strong belief system around that. Somebody else might not. And they might be in that relationship and go, nope, it's not working for me. Not working anymore. I'm not happy. I'm not saying it's that cavalier and it's that, you know, I'm just giving you a flippant example here, but it could just be that they see the world very differently. I don't have to stay in this relationship anymore. And I know when my marriage broke down, my first marriage broke down, I know that certainly one of my parents was very much like, have you done enough? Is there anything else that can be done? Are you giving up too easily? They didn't see everything, everything that came to that decision, but it was their belief system that kicked in at that point that, you know, all of that, you know? So if we can have an understanding of what that person is actually saying versus what words they're using, this is where we become a little bit more fluid in our own lives, where we stop taking things 
personally, where we stop thinking that person is judging us. What they're actually saying is, what you're doing really makes me afraid and it's not something I would do. Therefore, I must tell you because then you won't make that mistake and put yourself in danger. Most of the perceived judgment we have coming our way is from love and from a place of positive intention. Again, I say this all the time, behind every behavior is positive intention from the person that's creating that behavior, from that person that's saying it, doing it, whatever it is they're doing, they're saying it from a place of positive. You know, when I do work with my clients and we do inner child healing, we look at their timeline, we go back and heal certain things that have happened and the parent or parents have been involved in that story. One of the things that comes up a lot is, I feel guilty, I feel like I'm criticizing my parents when all they've ever done is love me. And I always come back to the same point. I would say the majority of parents are doing everything from a place of positive intention. They're doing it from a place of wanting to keep that child safe, whether that child's six months or 60. That's a random number. I'm not sure many of parents are still alive when they've got children 60. Anyway, again, digress. They're doing it from a place of positive intention, but it's fear-based. When someone's saying to you, why do you do that? Why are you thinking to do that? You shouldn't do that. That's coming from their fears. That is coming from their map of the world. And again, I'm coming back to the point. It's not that you have to justify that and actually have to then compromise and go, oh, well, you know, my mum's afraid, so I won't do it. It just gives you that, actually, this is nothing to do with me. It gives you that freedom to just step out from that position where you're heavily involved, step back and look in and say, I hear actually what they're saying. What they're actually saying is, oh my goodness, I could never do that. I would be too afraid to do that. Therefore, I don't think you should either. So it's an interesting one. And actually, when the other person is also open to seeing their map of the world, it's a very beautiful thing that can be created. It makes you curious. It makes you have a deeper level of self-understanding. And then you can work with that as to why does that make me feel afraid? But in many cases, the other party doesn't have that awareness, so aren't able to be understanding of what they're really saying versus what's coming out of their mouth. But this is something that I work with all the time with my clients. They'll say, you know, someone said this to me, and then we'll go, what do you think really is sitting behind all of that, though? And it brings this lightness. It brings awareness that allows you to just feel like, I totally get it now. I totally see where they're coming from. It doesn't mean I agree. And I don't necessarily even need to argue my point in this situation because it's a wasted breath. So what can I do to keep myself safe in this situation? What can I do that so I'm still pushing myself in the direction I want to go without having to justify or compromise? And it's then creating safety around the things that you want to do versus what someone else thinks you shouldn't be doing. It sounds easy, right? I mean, learning about all of this when I did my NLP training was the game changer for me because it allows me who I I do step into situations sometimes and take them personally I am human I care what other people think it gave me that opportunity to be able to understand that it wasn't actually about me it actually screams loudly what it is about them but it just it's, it's like tuning a radio old school radio where we you know we were tuning it till we get to that frequency where we can understand it's not about us at all and there's so much freedom and liberation that comes with that It's just a beautiful thing. So just for today, I want you to potentially think of a time where you've been in destructive conflict with someone and you've not been able to agree. They were unable to see your perspective in that conversation. Take yourself back to it and 
dig into what do you think that they were actually saying in that moment versus what they actually the words that they used have a little play with that and of course should you want to come over and discuss this in more depth ask me any questions i would love 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 you to come and join my free beautiful whatsapp community i'm going to put a link in the show notes for you It is just such an incredible space. And I know I'm biased because I hold that space, but the women in this group are just beautiful, so kind, so compassionate. It's just fabulous. And I would love you to come along and join. So I'm going to put a link, as I say, in the show notes. I am moving through with the podcast and I'm thinking of other things I can bring to the podcast as well. I am going to start bringing in guests, but not regular, maybe once every six weeks or something. So I would also love to hear from you who you'd like me to chat with. Anybody that I've chatted with in the past, let's be reasonable here, guys, okay? I would have Brené Brown on here in a heartbeat. Not sure she's going to take an email from me, but, you know, manifestation and all of that. But let me know who you would love to hear me talk to as well. If you have any questions that you would like to ask me but want me to answer via the podcast, I can absolutely do that as well for now I am going to leave it there I do love this podcast and I do love being able to reach you all so have a wonderful week thank you for being here and listening in I am so so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into and you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger so before you go let me leave you with this final thought just for today be present in your life Engage your senses, see what you see, hear what you hear, and feel what you feel, and really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.